celebrate God for you and I specially greet you this hour for all you do in the name of the Lord some of you it might be in the morning it might be in the afternoon it might be in the evening but definitely is in the afternoon here in this other side of the world so good morning good afternoon good evening whichever time it meets you it's always a pleasure to come your way again and i also want to greet everyone that uh, our paths have ever crossed and i want to also salute everyone who have been responding to the macedonian call where the Apostle Paul had in the book of Acts, a man calling him to come over to Macedonia and help us. God bless you so much for standing in the gap, standing in the faith, and helping to spread Jesus to the world. Now, today I want to discuss something very, very important, fireside chat, because I'm very, very aware that God is looking up to the next generation and in every generation God will always have a witness and since God have uh, given me that grace to uh, contribute my little quarter towards the next phase of ministers every opportunity is a, a privilege for me when I have to answer calls answer questions uh, respond to questions so God bless you and I want to encourage you to continue in the faith. No matter what is going on around you, ensure that your faith is still intact. Let us pray as our tradition is. Father, we thank you for today. We bless your name. We give you praise. We give you glory. It's always your grace and mercy that we come together. Thank you for today. Lord, I pray as I begin to speak your word, uh, let it not be my word, but let it be your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, uh, I'm very, very addicted to this book because it's the book of life and I've been in the book of Luke looking at it looking at his comprehensive thesis and uh, his accounts which I I kind of sometimes when I read it I said ah Luke but where did you get this <laughs> I, 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 I said okay it must have worked with very very reliable eyewitnesses to get all these things together and we appreciate God for him in Luke chapter 22 we have a scripture there Luke 22 
and verse 31 as we'll be discussing a little bit and the Lord said Simon Simon behold Satan had desired to have you <laughs> that he may sift you as wheat. 32 but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not and when thou art converted strengthen thy brethren now to have a uh, a more simplified clue that's a KJV I want to read from the new King James International Version Luke 22 to kind of simplify it so that you can see it from another perspective Luke 22 30, 31 to 32 it said and the Lord said Simon Simon indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as with But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Now, in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 31, Jesus told the disciples clearly and said, all of you shall be offended because of me this night. And then if you look at, that's the KJV, all of you shall be. And then if you look at Luke chapter 22, and if you look at Luke chapter, if you look at Matthew 26, 31, in the NKJV, it says, all of you shall stumble on account of me. Ah, <laughs> the question now is everyone is expected to go to some spiritual lows or maybe you call it spiritual coma because of him because if you read that scripture very well in Matthew to uh, in Matthew 26 he said, when you strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. So he prepared the mind of everyone concerning what was to come. Then, the, 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 the question now is, how come the single Peter out of it? And, and 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 the way this translation says it is is <laughs> the, the Thomas Nelson NKJV the way he says it is he said indeed and it's added by Simon Simon indeed Satan has asked for permission to 
deal with you. In other words, you in, in other words, <laughs> you will most violently be assaulted, Peter. Now, why will he single out Peter and say this to him? Because when he begins to call his name twice before he says it, and he uses the word indeed. Fireside chat. Indeed. Our man of God, welcome. I see you, Pastor James. Olu greatness. God bless you for joining us. So, out of the 12 apostles, Jesus is emphasizing on one. And when I went through that, you know, I read it, I read it, I read it. Why would Satan do this? Or was he probably accusing the disciples to God that they were just mercenary who are following Christ, aiming at nothing than advancing themselves? Because we have this same rhetoric in the book of Job where the enemy accused Job before God and you know so at this point it kind of made me understand that there's an argument going on against these innocent people because Satan is always the accuser of brethren spiritual things are very deep you cannot follow God speak for God and remain shallow. No. So what was Satan doing here? As, it, as he accused the disciples. That their intention in following Christ. Was to advance themselves in this world. Let's probably say okay. That's what he said. Then it is also possible that God had to reply him and said, look, these are honest men and men of integrity. And the Satan now says, give me leave to try them. <laughs> and Peter, particularly, that one that is always forward, you know, Peter had come to Jesus and said, look, even if everybody go away from you, I'm ready to die for you. In fact, <laughs> and Jesus looked at them and said, Peter, are you actually sure what you are saying? He said, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm. <laughs> he said, Peter, you will be violently assaulted. But, 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 but also, another important aspect of this whole thing is, the, the, the King James said, Satan has desired, which means is asking for permission. Is asking for permission to deal with you. That's Luke 22 and Luke 22 and verse 31. Satan has desired, is, is asking for permission to have you violently 
assaulted because you have been so forward in saying whatever Christ is going through, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to go with him, you know? You remember all the tears we cried when we had the call into ministry and we told God my lifetime, I'm going to give it to you. You remember when we sank, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. God had it. Angels had it. And Satan also had it. Creation had it. So Peter now comes and said, no matter what happens to you, I have followed you for these three years plus. The things I've seen, there was a time most of the disciples of Jesus turned away and left him. Peter said, to whom should we go with you are the very words of eternal life. So he has been very forward in the movement. So Satan is now asking God for permission to have him violently assaulted. Now, if you are listening to me, you have no idea what argument is going on on your behalf in the throne room. Yes. Satan has desire to have you. Now, the Greek word for some of our Bible scholars in this particular context is ezetisato, uh, which means he has challenged you. <laughs> so, so Satan is asking for a permission from God with an undertone of a challenge to try this man. To try him. To confirm whether he's a hypocrite following the master. To confirm whether he's calling to the ministry, which is self-acclaimed, is actually true. And an important thing that I noticed here was that Jesus is bringing this to Peter. And said, this is what the enemy is asking. This is what Satan is asking. He's asking for permission. Now, Jesus did not say, heaven will not grant the permission. But he said, ah, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. It's a concern to me at this point. I mean, Balakado He didn't say what Satan is asking for. Heaven has declined the request and will not grant it. Which I will naturally expect him to say that. But he is saying he has asked for permission. But all I did was to pray for you that your faith fail not. Which means there are necessary battle in the ministry that heaven has already permitted. And the objective of the battle 
is for God to make boast of you. <laughs> because the very fact, now the proof that what Satan was asking for has been granted to violently assault Peter. We saw it happen. When some servants came to him and said, you were among them. And, and by the way, Peter has to be very, very commended because as of this time, every other disciple, I don't even know where they are. And this case was tried in the night. So Peter still followed through. He didn't even think of going back home to sleep or see his family. He followed through in the case. You remember when he brought out the sword and somebody's ear had to be reset. He, he followed through. Then, some servants, a servant came and saw him because he was seated in the seat of the scornful. Whether you will overcome a temptation or not depends on where it met you. You cannot be sitting in the midst of these people and not be, be violently assaulted. He went and sat with them at the fire. And he said, when I know him, <laughs> I, I saw you the other day in the crusade. He said, he said, no, another, I, I saw you, another one, the third one, a Galilean, he said, yeah, yeah, he, they, this is one of them, his speech betrays him, he's a Galilean, he's a Galilean, and the right hand man of Christ, who had serving breakfast countlessly, who had said, I'm going to die with you. Whatever you suffer, I'm going to suffer. He was not even asked by the police or men in authority or the Romans, those servants. And the same man who had overseen the preparation of all the crusades has seen miracles firsthand. Have, have, he has beheld the master. He has handled the master. He knows the thought of the master. He knows the kind of he knows everything. He has given the master coffee several times in the morning. He has instructed him, okay, master, this is the way we are going. This is the preparation we are making. The same man who had been with the master. All these years, look at the servant who was not even armed and said, I don't know him. And in the account of Mark, he started calling curses on himself. <laughs> and Jesus turned and looked at him. Peter, is it true that you don't know me? That the other disciples have, have run away and me seeing you around is kind of giving me some confidence that 
you will at least speak up for me. Peter said, I don't know him. Jesus looked at him. And uh, <laughs> the cock crow. And Peter remembered what the master had said. He said, the cock will not crow that you would have denied me three times. Peter said, I don't know. I don't know him. And the Bible said, Peter went out and he cried bitterly. Young preacher, when Peter was telling the master that I'm going to die with you, whatever happens, he never knew his true self, but the master knew. And the master said, I have but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Here are two things you have to pick out of these instances is that as a minister, your faith will be pushed to the extreme. You will fall many times. But each and every time you fall, wake up. Don't lie there and condemn yourself. Because the master understands. Definitely, it was a look of love from Jesus to Peter saying, I did told you. I knew you loved me. But I understand who you are more than you do. So in ministry, there will be various feelings. There will be various mistakes. But each and every time, those, mix, those mistakes occur. Look for where you kept your tears and make it right. Don't condemn yourself. Secondly, Secondly, in verse 40, after the master had had that conversation with him from 31, he told them, pray that you enter not into temptation. Pray. 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 As a minister, Two things will keep you. The word and prayer. The word will correct and reprove you. Prayer will restore you. The word will correct and reprove you. And prayer will restore you. Never forget this. Those are the two things 
that must stand in your life as a minister. Because get ready for violent assault. They are coming. But as long as you have the word of God and your prayer life intact, I can bet you that you'll be prepared for it. In, I, in Ephesians chapter 6, as I close, it says, Ephesians chapter 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You don't get prepared in the kingdom. You live prepared. And it is my prayer for you that whatsoever area in your life the enemy have challenged and you have given him a place there is sufficiency of grace you cannot fall too far no matter how deep the well is that his hands are not long enough to pull you through don't give up when the mistakes are made go back to God and correct it Peter corrected his and if he was violently assaulted with the level of his commitment to the movement, you can be prepared for your own. God bless you. And thank you for listening. I'm just led to say a word of prayer to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, look at this, your servant. Look at this daughter of yours. Look at this man of yours. Who have given everything like Peter. That have decided to follow Jesus. Lord keep them. From the evil one. Protect them. Preserve them. I silent the voice of the accuser. And I pray whenever he comes up with his devices. Give them the sufficiency of grace to stand and come out of it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. See you next time. I wish you all the best. And you will con me and you will continuously make God proud. God bless you real good from all of us here. Word of his power with Apostle Willie.